Well, Emily, you don't quite have the issue that Sean does of just having a few extra of those uh, pounds. Yeah. If Emily were not to eat, she'd fly out of the seat of she the would. roadster because float. Yeah. Gravity'd get her. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it'll get her. <laughs> Guava Sao Paulo. Shout out Paulo. I was just going to say, <laughs> should serve him one of these when he comes around. I should. I wonder if he drinks that. I'm sure they listen to the Daily Motor Podcast. Uh, they totally do. Do they have their own podcast? No, Township? but they should. I feel like if those two were just willing to move out here, we could all just combine it to like a mega channel. Yeah, we could. Do really well. Daily Motor top tip. Matt and Paulo moved to Michigan. Yeah, if you work for Downshift... Uh, YouTube channel. Don't work for Daily Motor instead. <laughs> <laughs> Move your families. What do you think of that? It's pretty good. It's got a nice uh, light taste. Almost, almost flower-like. Okay. Yeah. Sometimes they they get into those flower uh, things. Uh, fruit queef. <laughs> Someone said Lacroix tastes like TV static. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently we just don't get the uh, the daily motor. No, that's logo. fine. Yeah, yeah. No, that's okay. Yeah, sorry, all sorry, William. I'll have to like invite him out for like a end of the year celebration. I don't know where he lives. California, something. Be willing to hike out. Well, he owns a Mazda Mazda Speed Three. I feel like that's no, a very it's midwestern speed car. Three. No, it's just think. a Mazda Three. I think it's Mazda Three. Maybe it's a Speed Three. I don't think it's a Speed Three though. Yeah. Welcome to episode thirty-two of the Daily Motor Podcast. Fun fact, in the title of episode 31, I accidentally had 301 for the last week, and no one no one even mentioned 301. it. 301. You going to leave it like that? No, I changed it back. Okay. I'm just disappointed that no one... Uh, no one noticed. No one noticed. But somehow we gained one subscriber from last podcast, like on, on wow. YouTube. Wow. So someone actually found the podcast. Listened and listened thought, and I want to listen to them more. more. Yeah. So That's William, cool. I think you have someone else listening along with you Got now. some competition. Mm-hmm. Mm. Just know you're not alone. Actually, let me show you something else too. This is quite interesting. Also, Daily Motor logo. Oh, good. The sexy, the sexy splash screen. Let's. Uh, I don't have. You still don't have that. I don't have that. Why not? Because you don't. You won't give it to me. You told me no. You said it's only for my videos, Chris. You're not allowed to have well, it. Only my videos are allowed to be sexy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I forgot. Our our internet is is going absolute. Uh, What's a very slow car? They say CHR speed right now. Mm. Um, or HRV speed, I should say. 23 Sorry, HRV. Yeah. Um, quick side note. We can bring this back up for now. I thought I was going to drive the new Honda CRV this week. Just see it. What? I'm okay. going to see the new CRV down in Nashville. Oh, you're going with Chris and Tom? Yes. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. But um, yeah, I actually don't, I don't know if. I can't remember when I found out about this, but they had one extra spot and Lynn asked if I wanted to go because I kind of like in in passing was just kind of like, oh, if you have any extra space, oh, last cool week to when go. you were in Type R. Yeah. And she was like, I mean, there's one more spot. She like emailed me recently. And so I am going. Um, oh. But I thought it would be to at least drive the car. But no, you see, Honda must have a big budget right now because they're having a lot of these events where you just see the car. Are you driving anything this week there? Maybe. There's a race okay. that I can watch. I know. It's a five-day event. I know. And none of us are going to stay for the whole five days. I don't think Tedward might. I don't know. Well, how many days are you staying? Two. What Friday. I'm, I'm flying in Thursday, leaving Saturday. Okay. 
near the end of the day Saturday, to be fair. So I'm going to go to the first day of the race. I'm just not going Sunday. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. I'm sure if I were single, like, I still would. But... Chris will go for 24 hours. Yeah, Chris, Chris will spend 12 hours driving down. Two hours at the event. Because he'll want a hyper mile yeah. in the Civic. Yeah. And then he'll he'll spend two hours at the event, see see the car, and then <laughs> drive back. I am surprised he's even going, though, because, again, we're not driving the car, I don't think. No. You're not driving anything. Yeah. So, I don't know. So, if you're the Topher, Daily Daily Motor, Motor Top, top tip. tip. What's what's the tip? <laughs> I don't know, but I like that you knew where I was going. <laughs> um, don't. Yeah. <laughs> get He's probably going to get like 40... 45 mpg or something and he'll get to talk to tedward about it because tedward also has a civic si i wonder if tedward's driving that'd be cute if they both drove civic si's out to the honda event they could draft each other (laughs) (laughs) yeah um yeah welcome everyone this is going to be an exciting episode because we've driven a ton of cars episode 302 (laughs) of the daily motor podcast i can't believe we've we've been doing this for 302 episodes that's like five years i know yeah Yeah, I've, i've known charlie for five years you know You've had that LA Dodgers hat for five and a half yeah, years. Yeah, you can see, look how sun faded it's getting. <laughs> that that's like a legit claim. <laughs> yeah, from 1947 apparently. It is. Yeah. I assume that's what it means. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. There's a, a popular podcast that I like to listen to that just hit episode 666 last week. That's cursed. Yeah, so they did it all spooky. Are we gonna go from episode 665 to 667? No, we'll definitely have a spooky episode. Okay, good. We'll, we'll find the most cursed um cars on what would Co-part. be episode 666 could be like geo metro convertible nissan cross cab nissan cross cab yeah what's a really cursed car nissan cube cube nissan is pretty cube. cursed um i'm not just named too many more nissans what is cur- yeah nissan makes a lot of cursed shit i think it should be like well there could be your car because someone probably died in your mercedes was shot. That's a cursed vehicle. That is a Let's do the vehicle. podcast from the from, interior of that car. Yeah, it might be running and driving by then. It runs and drives. It just has holes in it. <laughs> running and driving up to your standards yeah. that you would run and drive it. In. I had a I had like a, a cool moment this past week. I was in Chicago uh, visiting some family, and shout out Cloud Cookie. Shout out Cloud Cookie at Cloud Cookie Shy C H I on Instagram. Follow them. You pronounce that shy? It's not shy. Chicago. Chicago. Yeah, but it's shy. Chai. Yeah, chai. Um, anyways, though, I was flipping through like an old photo album in the house. And in that photo album, there was a picture of um, Tori as a little kid getting into the back of a W126S class when it was new. Wow. Same color as mine, too. Black with the gray trim. <laughs> what a, not in the same interior, though, right? Your interior is We couldn't rare. see. The, the oh. picture was like from pretty from far away. Okay. In fact, I have the picture. I believe care it. if I show it, you can't see any faces in it or anything, but yeah, um, yeah I took a, a picture out of the, uh, the photo album. That's cute. Yeah, so here's the picture. You can see he's just like a little kid getting into it. Adorable. Yeah. See that, William? Cute. Does look um, just like yours. He told me that their driver as a kid uh, totaled that car. So we know that it's not the same car as mine because it's it got totaled. Right. Fair yeah. enough. Okay. I was driving, doing the review earlier. Also, yes, you can see how slow our internet is right now. This is an actively loading web page. Okay. Yeah, I don't know what the deal is, but 1-800-Hansons must <laughs> allegedly, allegedly be using a lot of internet right now. They're doing a lot of hansons what, what, what is What do they do? Is it Windows? Uh, they scam you into doing home repairs. <laughs> 
they come by your house and they say, looks like shit. You should do something about it. And then you go, but it, but I have no money. And they yeah. said, well, we can fix that. Yeah. Give you money. Take it. Do the thing. Okay. Yep. I was driving doing the, the day drive earlier today in the 3 Series, and I saw a W221. That's like the oh, early like, 2000s, right? Like Michael's? Guy. Oh, no, sorry. W220. Okay. Yep. W220. And there was... Oh, how do I say this politically correctly? Um, oh, God. A, an individual who was trying to come off as <laughs> uh, masculine from the streets. <laughs> I think you call that a big baller. He, he may have been a big baller. Big baller. Yes. Or bala, maybe. No, you know, B-A-L-L-A, that sort of oh. deal. And I just have to say, your car was found in Flint, Michigan and, and, and shot up. One could safely assume driven also by a big bala. And Perhaps. That's more of a big bala type car. It, it really is. The W220. Yeah. It's really not. It's really not. No, I it think. It looks soft and like cute. And yeah. Like, that Aww. ended at W140. Which is the gen before mine. I don't know, because the W221 is kind of cool. It's kind of tough looking again. That's true. It's sharper headlights. That's true. It's the roundness of the W220's lights. To me, the W220 just looks like a big Mm C-class. I see what you mean. Um, It's very very like 2000s era, though. Like It's very very soft. Yeah, I like it. I very much like it. I just don't think it looks tough. No. So I wouldn't want to be like a gangster rapper. Did it have some modifications it actually didn't have modifications it was a remarkably clean s500 oh okay was it black yes did it have what, what, what just stock wheels like silver wheels i think i've driving seen around here going around yeah. yeah 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 it's like remarkably clean if it's the one that i'm thinking of yeah no i was like wow that's a nice w220 and well actually i didn't think that i said i thought that's a remarkably clean I can never remember if it's a w220 or w221 chris will get angry at me when i say it the wrong way <laughs> That was the thought process. I filmed so many winding road videos now that I can zone out while I'm shooting them. Yeah, me too. Sometimes I'm like, all right, do I, I have to do no anything thoughts. here? When I'm filming winding road videos, I, my, I think my eyes glaze over. Sometimes yeah. I'll like, I'll blink and the drive is over and I'm like, oh, I got to wrap this drive. Yep. <laughs> yep. 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 I don't think I'm ever going to be able to show you the thing that I want to show you. We might not be able to view anything on the internet today. What is it? But I can at least tell you, we had a remarkable amount of people listen to the podcast last week, like 50 in one day. Wow. Like not from the channel. everyone. Uh, And our highest day before on on the podcasting, like on Apple Podcasts or anything, has been like 16. And it like a huge spike. So something, we must have gotten promoted somewhere. Getting closer to having assistance, Charlie. Yeah, we will. You know, we had one and then he found better things to do, I guess. Rest in peace, Nathan. <laughs> People are going to think he actually died. Well, we did um, repossess all of his items that he left at the garage. Yeah, like the uh, pens and the pens. And and there was and, a, um, uh, a bag of something. Yeah. Yep. So they're now gone. Mm-hmm. But we drove a lot of fun stuff. Let's start off with another one of your cars. You purchased a 1999 BMW M Roadster. Mm, Roadster. Some people might know it as a Z3, but you're incorrect. It's not yeah, a it's Z3. Wrong. It's an M Roadster. I would show you the title, but I don't want to dox my information. But Fair on the enough. title, it says BMW M. Does it really? Yeah, it's just called Model M. M. Model yeah, M. On the title. It's like a Tesla. Model, Model M. M. Yeah, it's, a, it's cool. It's a, it's a cool little car. Definitely the cheapest M Roadster on the planet. And Maybe it shows. cheapest clean title. Like. Cheapest clean title M Roadster on the planet. And it shows. It's really um, not that bad. Try, yeah. Okay. Um, Chris has driven it for about half an hour. Yeah, I know. I don't have much I've time. I've driven it, it for Charlie's put like seven hours or so. miles on it. Um, I was driving 
Well, we'll get to that. But driving one way and then coming back to the shop oh, in order to have it fixed properly. Yeah, right. So uh, it's very like mechanically sound, but cosmetically, it's a little tired. You can definitely tell that it's been parked outside probably its whole life. Um, a lot of the interior materials are, are a little crispy. And apparently, that generation BMW interior. Oh, they're hold up terrible well in general. Yeah, E36. They're, they're, yeah, the E36. Fun fact: the body code on that car is also E36. So you have an E36. I do have an, I do have an E36M. Yep, I do. Um, but yeah, the the interiors in those cars are just no, like notorious for falling apart and just being really shittily put together. And it doesn't help that the car has been parked outside and. You can tell like a lot of the stuff has just like been baking in the sun and the the paint on the trunk is a little faded. Otherwise, nice. though, like it's okay. The nice thing is, though, at least about the interior, the parts that are intact still feel nice and work decently well. Yeah. Okay. Radio. Steering wheel still feels good. Yeah, the steering wheel is actually in, in nice shape. It just I, needs to be cleaned. I think the most destructive element of that car is the fact that a previous owner decided to disable the power top and turn it into a manual but that doesn't mean that it just easily goes up and down like a miata it still has power top elements that you have to force closed yeah and that's very difficult to do it, yeah. it's a time and effort intensive task and you're like james may trying to put the top up on the boxster spider while they're spraying him with a fire hose yeah type thing. essentially mm -hmm. and it was raining quite hard on me when i fortunately the rain sort of boosted my adrenaline and got me to just can't believe you got my interior up. wet yeah well <laughs> i haven't told you this yet oh god but when i looked at the radar and at, at apple weather it said it was just gonna be like a quick bit of rain like move right across Drive through it go 100 exactly that was my thought process two big issues with that one chicago i had to do chicago traffic because of the aforementioned returning to the shop again getting it <laughs> fixed and then continuing on so there was that and then also it downpoured it was such a hard rain like wipers on full so at first i was driving along and it wasn't getting wet inside it was a moderate rain i was like this will be fine then we both slowed down <laughs> and the rain picked up and it just dumped in your inside so i pulled off in joliet and on the side of the highway uh Put the top up um, but i did run the ac for the next few hours and wiped everything down with my shirt and dried it for the most part but i figured the interior had probably probably wasn't the first time it'd been rained on really not that interior is something yeah, yeah. but it, it is a very nice car and it's fun to drive it has the dynan stage one package so mm -hmm. we have a little bit of a tune intake exhaust. exhaust intake it sounds great about 260 horsepower, great power figure for that weight of a car. I'd yeah. look up the powers, uh, the weight specs, but it's, no uh, internet. 2,900 pounds. 2,900 pounds. I don't think you can buy a new sports car that's under 2,900 pounds. Maybe Miata. a Miata. Yeah. And Miata's it. quite a bit slower. Yeah. This Also, we just, we just did a weight reduction too, so it's probably 2,800 now. You're right. There was a speaker that was in the car, but not plugged in. Yeah, so Why bother keeping that in? Yeah. yeah. Don't need that. So much weight. No, it's it's uh, it's a cool car. I think you'll have some fun driving it around and then fun selling it because you'll never drive it because you want a Cayman S. Mm -hmm. so why Which would you I also have? don't drive. Then again, the Cayman S is not a convertible. So there might be times I don't own that a convertible. You, yeah, well, now you do. Oh, and yeah. <laughs> and now you can drive it. Mm -hmm. It's quite nice. It's a, it's a good little car. So I think a little bit of love here and there, some cleaning, some tasteful interior improvements, and then the exterior improvements, a few mechanical things, and you'll have a... Fifteen twenty thousand dollar M Roadster on your hands. Mm, Roadster. Roadster. Yeah, I just uh, a one with a rebuilt title just got posted the other day for like sixteen grand. I mean, it, it was really nice looking, like, okay. but still, I mean, you know, it's rebuilt title. Yeah. 
Um, oh. Similar miles to mine, but it cosmetically like it looked really nice. But the, the, the title brand kind of fills it for a lot of people. And now thanks to Kauth and Mayer in Peoria, Illinois, it has a new clutch. It does. New belts. And yeah. Yeah. The once over, it's a good car. Yeah. We got some got some uh some maintenance done on it. I just figured while it was there, you know, we did a clutch, we did belts, we did a uh some sort of thing to make the fan work. I don't know. Regulator, some yeah, resistor, something. AC, I don't know. yeah. Whatever. Uh, they fixed it up. New BMW badges, new tires. We did a bunch of bunch of stuff to it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's a good running car. Yep. Uh fun fact about Peoria that I learned after we got back. It's considered to be like a, a a political litmus test around the country. Like it's supposed to be like the quintessential like middle ground of America. Peoria? Yeah. Apparently it's like very balanced between like right wing, left wing. So if like there, there's a phrase apparently like how does it read in Peoria? And that's like it's supposed to be like if just a very general um extraction of the populace gotcha okay yeah. kind of fun fact seems like a neat area lots of cornfields but also some decent driving roads nearby yeah no yeah we found some good driving roads so you want to talk about yeah let's move on to the, the next let's, let's go through our day so we took the 330i yes out to peoria let's yeah. just talk about that car now good car we got over 40 miles per gallon in all highway driving mm-hmm. with that car and we were comfortable. Seats were a little firm. Yeah. But, and not a ton of space for ketchup packets. So we had to scatter right. them around the car. Yeah, they flew everywhere. But other than that, we enjoyed but driving I mean, it. It's just normal three series stuff. You know, yeah. seats have never really been comfortable in three series. That's why they, they, they get you into a five series that way. I know? didn't get a chance to review the sound system because of time. I would give it a B. B. Yeah. And it was the hi fi system. So not even the Harman Kardon. Yeah. The, the hi fi is like the mid grade sound system. Or I guess at, at, Maybe at this base, point, then. it's probably the base. Back yeah. in the day, hi-fi used to be a mid-grade because you'd get tweeters and stuff. But now it's probably just standard. In Europe, you may be able to get one lower than this. Okay. Yeah. Sometimes you can Hi-fi hit, like, is base. supposed to be like you get tweeters and it's a little bit higher quality. Um, higher fidelity, but, technically. Huh? Hi-fi, high fidelity. I've, yeah. So I I would give it a B just because like it, it, it was pretty clear, but it didn't get very loud. Mm-hmm. And... You were lacking that power. Yeah. Like it was it was it was pretty crisp, but there was no power behind it. Like the move. Yeah. Right. Yep. So that's why I would give it like a B or B minus. Okay. Anything else about the car? I mean it's 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 um, nice. Unbelievably refined in the powertrain department. I and mean, quiet, we've said it a million times how much we love that that four cylinder. I think N N twenty I don't know. I don't want to be wrong, but uh whatever the newest four cylinder turbo from BMW, it's 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 Phenomenal. All of BMW's powertrains right now are just really, really great. Um, it'll just be the the main test of these powertrains will be how are they in 10 years? Because that's usually the struggle with BMWs. Like the N, uh, N54, mm-hmm. you want to make a lot of power, great. However, if you want to use it as a daily driver, not necessarily the best thing. And it's a shame because that wasn't always the case. Pretty much up until like before E90s, powertrains were like bulletproof. I mean, look, you own two high mileage old bmws well those powertrains are great but then when um chris bangle came in and not that he had anything to do with mechanical zero to do with him. his era yes. of cars you had the horrid v8 that was in the e65 that you love mm-hmm. um you had the n52 is actually pretty good n52 is pretty good n52 is good however n54 not great um How about the v8 that went in the e90 um no rod bearings yeah also the v10 terrible yeah Oh, um, well, yeah. 
and the uh, smg transmission smg was was bad it's a shame because i just love that generation of of uh, bmw i love them too but i also don't love them because they i'm like traumatized from that e90 that i had it was so terrible Mm -hmm. makes sense to me so bad i just i have no love for that gen of bmw that's why i buy these shitty old ones because they're just like yeah they're better yeah no I, i i think there are plenty of people who would agree with you on that yeah but this new 3 Series was great. Yeah. Oh Very yeah. quiet. If you turn Beautiful it into Eco Pro mode, I love the way it looks, too. It does look good. If you turn it into Eco Pro mode, it turns off the artificial noise inside and... Whisper quiet. Whisper quiet. You could, so you could quiet. tell some non-car person that it's an EV and they totally believe oh, you. Oh, wow. Yeah. It, has, so it actually has launch control, which you taught me today. It's quick. It ganks you. Like off zero to 30. A ton of boost. Yeah. And just pow. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. So 330i, good car. Good car. And this one had the M handling package, and I got that thing squirrely on the winding road drive. Did you? Good. Yeah, that was nice. Good. Yep. So we drove that out to Peoria and then got ourselves into a Porsche Taycan. For the first time ever. Technically, we drove the M Roadster first, but we already talked about that. Yeah. First Porsche Taycan ever, and all Porsches are good cars. Yeah. The thing that stuck stuck out to me most about that car is that felt more like a Porsche than it did an EV. Obviously, it's an EV, so it feels like an EV, but my my initial impressions were I'm driving a Porsche, not I'm driving an, an electric vehicle. Yes. Whereas yeah. when you get in most other electric vehicles, it's like, okay, I'm in an EV, you know, whatever. They're but, trying to make it all like neat and like, ooh, yeah, like future, like, hmm. Porsche, you can tell they're still very focused on driving experience, but also just like overall like ambiance and feel of materials and just, like other normal things that you notice in Porsches, whereas like Mustang Mach E, for instance, right? It doesn't feel like a Ford inside, or like a Mustang, or especially. like a Mustang. Like you know, when you you get in the Porsche Taycan and it still feels like a Porsche. So I I can appreciate that. You could probably be put in a Porsche Taycan blindfolded and still realize you're in a Porsche. Like it just oh, feel everything. Totally. Oh yeah. Yep. 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 Whereas if you got blindfolded into a Mach E, you'd be like, hmm, I'm in something nice. Yeah. And then you'd be like, oh, I'm in a Ford. Oh, it's a Ford. Yeah. <laughs> This is nearly loaded. Look at this. Look at this spike in the traffic. Big spike. 54 downloads. And then, you know, back to essentially nothing. But a lot of people listened to the podcast last week. Thank you. Yeah. People. I don't know um, where it was from. I think if I really dug in, we could see which listening app. I think it was this Pocket Casts. I don't know. I'll have to look it up. Because I, I, I never remember seeing it before. Apple Podcasts has always been our top. Oh, percentage, but Pocket Casts. So if you're listening on Pocket Casts, welcome thank to you. the Daily Motor Podcast. And thank Daily you. Motor Top Tip, uh, download Pocket Casts. Yeah, there you go. Uh, the Daily Motor uh, Podcast brought to you by Pocket Casts. <laughs> and LaCroix. And LaCroix and All Brand Cereal. And All Brand Cereal. So many sponsors. <laughs> <laughs> they really ought to start paying us. <laughs> yeah, the Tycon was cool. This was a, a base motor rear-wheel drive extended range. Whatever the proper Porsche terminology is for all that crap. No idea on power figure. No. It felt pretty quick, though. It felt fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was fun. Fun to flip it Hustled around. It. A lot of screens. Yeah. We went... How fast did you allegedly go? You went pretty quick in that thing. I think in kilometers per hour, it was well over 100. Okay. Yep. On a close course. Yeah. With a professional driver. With the Stig driving. But yeah, yeah Porsche Taycan. I'd car. happily own it. Yeah. The problem is, is how much does the Porsche Taycan start at? I don't think it's very much. It's like 80K. Would you have an i4? Well, I'd rather have a Taycan. But at those prices, I guess is what I'm saying. 
Well, the Taycan's beautiful and the i4 isn't, so. The i4 mm. is beautiful if you get rid of the, from the front fenders forward. Yeah. <laughs> the back of it, I think, is nice. The interior is nice. Starts at 87 grand. They raised the price on that. Mm-hmm. Everything has had the price raised. Speaking of i4s, did you see that they're now catching on fire? And iXs. Are we surprised? BMW has actually instructed owners to park them outside and not drive them. Why do electric cars keep catching on fire? Why is this Why is this happening? I think there's just a lot of energy in there and people are manufacturers. If I had to guess, it's kind of similar to Dieselgate with the Volkswagens. Engineers are being asked to push the envelope so much to compete with competitors and they're having to do, so, like maybe go past a few protocols in terms of safety and it's such a new technology that, that their their CEOs are saying, like, you need to get this out yesterday. And they're like, okay, fine, here you go. And then without any proper, like, not enough proper testing, clearly. And then it's like, well, okay. It happens. The only person who doesn't have an excuse is Chevy with the Bolts because those have been around since 2017. Mm-hmm. And they had Volts before that since 2013, 2011. So we should invest in... Uh other uh sustainable ways to have cars i like evs though i do too but not if they catch on fire and burn my house down gas cars catch on fire too not when they're just sitting in the garage they don't catch on fire that is true they catch on fire when they're driving which is fine because you're outside i mean it's not fine to catch on fire but it's it's, (laughs) daily motor top tip if your car catches on fire that's okay yeah um (laughs) i would rather have it catch on fire outside than have it inside because then you lose not only do you lose your car you also lose your house yeah, that's a good point. At least, yeah. 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 Uh, you're, you're pretty much right about Thank that. <laughs> I owned an electric vehicle and I managed for it not to catch on fire. Yeah. So. Teslas don't catch on fire as much. Do Remarkable, because they? they're the ones that are Neither like... the Porsches. Like the... That we know of yet. And I haven't built very many. True. Yeah. They'll start soon. It'll yeah. come out. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Porsche Taycan, good car. That was fun. It'd be nice to spend more time in one. Which then... Probably will someday. Hopefully. Then we drove... A Nissan Figaro. Yeah, so... For those uh, of you who are unfamiliar, I'll bring one up and let Chris well, you'll, start you'll, you'll introducing see it, in it. About, You'll see it in about 45 minutes when <laughs> exactly. this loads. But um, the Nissan Figaro is a car that was built only in Japan in 1991. They made about 20,000 of them. Um, they are only supposed to make 8,000 initially, but demand was so high they built an additional 12,000. And, um, well, it's from the 90s, but it looks like it's from the 50s or 60s. Finished in four different colors seasonally. So you had a winter, summer, um, fall, and spring color palette. Um, the one we drove was winter. Winter, yeah. So that's that's the four colors right there uh, in that picture. Very just kind of normal pastel colors. You had a green, a blue, a tan, and a gray. But as you can see, a lot of people paint them pink and stuff because they... They're adorable. I think they're adorable. Um, obviously, right-hand drive. A tiny little 990cc turbocharged four-cylinder engine, three-speed automatic. Um, the furthest thing from intimidating, I mean, right-hand drive cars, I think, are scary to some people, but you get in this Nissan Figaro, and it's just the easiest thing in the world to drive. Um, and Sean's example has, like, I don't know, 50,000 kilometers on it or something, like 30,000 30, miles, and everything felt tight, um, and... It was a fun little experience. I, I think you enjoyed it too, didn't you? Absolutely. It was a lot of fun. Very carefree, yeah. as you said. Adorable, unique, small. Not very powerful, but powerful enough to get up to speed. It's not like one of those things that like you got to be like worried in traffic. Yeah. 
Yeah, plenty of plenty of power to, to drive around town. I don't know that I'd really want to go on the highway with it. But, but it could if you needed it, to just it, do a, a quick it, stint. It probably could, yeah. But it, it was revved at like 4,000 RPM going 55. So I don't right. know that you'd really want to. A lot of attention, too. People people drive by and roll their windows down. Like, what yeah. is that? Very cute. I got stopped on my in my... Um, I was filming a video for um, the Topher channel. And somebody like... We were stopped at a red light. And the guy next to me is like like what kind of car is that and sean sean will sit next to me he just laughs and i you know i told him everything we pull away from the light and sean is like that happens every single time i drive this car i get people asking me what it is yeah so, and it's a convertible too it's a cool, which cool big fan conversation of piece technically yes. a four four seater four seater hard top convertible yeah i mean this thing this yeah. thing is exotic Alyssa, I could. yeah Alyssa. we know you're listening yeah nissan figure we're gonna get you one of these they're only about 10 grand imported and a little more now. Everything's more. I, oh. I already looked. Yeah. Well, thanks to uh, the current uh, state of the economy. Yeah. <laughs> I think the main reason I probably wouldn't get one is safety. And I'm not much one to be talking about safety. For myself, I'd be fine with it. But for Alyssa. That thing would fold in half if you got hit. Yeah. It's yeah, actually no just way. a Nissan Micra. Yeah. No sort of safety equipment in it at all. It has seatbelts. Yeah. No, it has seatbelts. Seat belts. Yeah. But yeah, the, the steering wheel doesn't have an airbag, which makes for a very cool to feel steering wheel. Yeah, and the horn button is fun. Cool steering wheel. Yeah. But uh, yeah, no, very, very neat car. Um, glad we got a chance to drive it. And I, I am jealous of, of people who get to own one. They are fun. You know what it kind of reminds me of a little bit? Not a ton. But uh, there's this new uh, car coming out called a Nob. Um, it's from an Estonian uh, startup manufacturer. It's all electric. Nothing kind of fun. It's a three-wheeler. It's like a sob. It does have a little bit of sobness to it, yeah. But uh, also very small. And yeah, kind of technically that a motorcycle. Retro- In the state of Michigan, it may be. I don't know, though. I don't know because it has a fixed roof, maybe that's not. That's a new car. Mm-hmm. It looks like it's from the 1950s. That's the point. Yeah, that's the thing. It's going to be coming out. Like I said, it's all electric uh, in the they- next few years. I've actually talked with the CEO about us uh, reviewing one. Really? Yeah. Oh, that would be really cool. I they, don't understand why. What is the purpose of three wheelers? I don't quite understand. Lightness why and they efficiency. Just give it four wheels. What lightness and efficiency. One one less bit of rolling this resistance. One's sweet. It's like slammed. This one right here. This one probably photoshopped it or something. Maybe it's Jalopnik, so it's very very likely that they did. But uh, yeah, kind of a kind of. They're also coming out with a pickup truck. This loads up. Oh, and it has four wheels. Yes, it has four wheels. This is what people in the 50s thought cars would look like in the 2000s. Yeah, so essentially this guy who started this company probably was just like, I'm going to make that happen. Yeah. Yeah. So that'll be exciting. And, oh, and that's look at the little truck. What the Nissan so Figaro cute. makes me think of. Yeah, once that, once oh, that comes into full focus. I, I mean, love the truck. The yeah. truck is sweet. Can you imagine putzing around like Ypsilanti and that? You'd get so many people would be like, that's awesome. And then you and then you say, it's from Estonia. And they say, where's Estonia? And then you say, I don't know, but it's cool. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I love it. I think that we should do more things like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think we will get one of these instead of a Nissan Figaro. Um, yeah, that's don't nice. go around a corner fast in reverse, and you'll be fine. Maybe because it's electric, they'll be able to keep like a very low center of gravity, oh, and it'll yeah, have probably. less issue with that. It's not like a little just motor that's going to flip easily. At least they put the third wheel in the back instead of in the front. Yeah, I think that's where a lot of brands go wrong is is doing it doing it in the back or the front. I mean, yeah. So Nissan Figaro. Good car. He pre- Never mind. You know, I don't even want to. Good. Nissan Figaro. Good, good car. Yeah. Then after the Nissan Figaro, we piloted a Land Rover Santana. Yeah. Which we need to get details on so we can post that video. But 
this thing, so the way I understand it is it was built in Spain or was it just yeah. sold in Spain? No, built in Spain. It was entirely built, Spanish cars. They essentially got the specs on how to build it from Land Rover UK. So it's not actually a Land Rover. It is a Land Rover, but it isn't at the same time. So it's a Spanish it's a Spanish made Land Rover. Yes. That felt like it was from the 1950s, but it was actually from the late 1970s. Mm-hmm. And when I tell you it literally a box of metal with a church pew and a steering wheel. Would you agree with that? Yes, that sounds pretty accurate. And a diesel engine with like 60 horsepower. Maybe, yeah, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> but maybe, maybe more torque than power, that's for sure. Yep. Um, Seems to be worth about 30 to 40 grand, though. It was in pretty good shape. It was in pretty good yeah, shape considering it was, what it is. It was, it was a, a clean example. Yes. Um, very strange. We showed up and Sean's like, oh, you guys are going to be driving this. And I was just like, oh, okay. Charlie had fun with it, though. I had fun. It he was, had a lot of fun with it. It was essentially like driving yeah. a tractor on the street. It was, yeah, we had a little bit of a clenched moment because we were going out to shoot the Winding Road video, and we got followed by a cop for like 10 minutes. Yeah, some federales yeah. were like, is this even? Yeah, they're fine. As we have like a dealer plate magneted over the Spanish plate that's still on the back of the car. <laughs> yeah. Now, the car will be going up on probably Bring a Trailer, right? Yes, it'll be up on Bring a Trailer shortly. So if you'd like, if you'd like to buy a 1978 Santana Land Rover thing, um, take a look at our POV drive. Honestly, like for what it was, it seemed to be pretty dialed in. I mean, I don't know how you'd expect more from a car like that. So. Right. So here you go. Uh, reading about Spanish government. Um, Santana Motor Company built series Land Rovers under license from CKD under license, oh, sorry, in CKD form, completely knocked down kits. Essentially, parts were shipped over from the Landover factory, uh, and then Landovers were built up from this kit at the Santana factory in Spain. And then the Spanish factory started producing more and more of the parts. By 1968, 100% of the vehicle components were locally produced, so they kind of just learned how to start making the parts in Spain. Right. Yep, and then... Um, from 1968, Santana began to develop its own versions of the Land Rover series models uh, in close relationship. Whoops, did not mean to click anything. Don't go away. And yeah, so they kind of just that one built looks like that. a Geo Tracker. Is that a Santana? Did they also get tooling for the Geo Tracker? Yes, I believe so. Based on the Suzuki Vitara, which is a Geo Tracker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or Vitara. So yeah, that was um, that was fun. It's just a neat little like, oh, we drove that. I don't know if I'd give it good car status it's just but you wouldn't car. give a bad car though <laughs> because you got to think even for the 70s that wouldn't have been it was like... built in spain yeah but it's not like spain's a third third world country yeah, but they didn't build cars there except that they weren't seats spanish seats oh maybe they were they're yeah. like general motors now or something no volkswagen oh volkswagen I'm thinking of opal yeah and Vauxhall. i saw a seat posted on some instagram page the other day that was literally a tiguan with seat badges on it and they listed it as a seat yes wow degens it's literally a tiguan with like a different front bumper and seat badges yep yeah. so that was an car then the next I think, day i think that or, that was a lot of fun it was fun. no i'm later. glad we did it yeah it was, uh, good tractor good tractor there you go the next day we woke up and got to drive a what year 2000 the porsche came in 
Oh, uh, 16. 2016, Porsche Cayman GT4. That was pretty cool. Yes. Very great car in terms of sound, power, looks, feel. Yeah, that's uh, Sean's personal car. Yep. Uh, Thank you, Sean, for letting us rip that, yeah, as well as your Figaro. He's, but, he's owned it for a few years. Fun fact, we drove the Figaro and the GT4 down the same road, and both were equally enjoyable in very different ways. Yeah, the Figaro just squealed tires going 25. And, the and, and it was so relaxing. It you was, and I just yeah. kind of just sat in peace and quiet, and we're like, yeah. this is nice. And then, then the Cayman. Dude. Flogged. I love that GT4. Yeah. The 981 GT4 is just so, it's such a dialed in, just very like sweet spot of Porsche. Right. Almost as good as your M Roadster. Oh, really? <laughs> you really like that thing. I, li I, I like the carefree attitude of the M Roadster. It's happy at any rev from like 900 all the way up to 6,500. Yep. There's no bad point in the power band. And maybe the tune helps that Probably. a lot. It just kind of yeah. broadens the power band and everything. But uh, no, the GT4 was great. I can see why everyone loves them. I'm 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 like debating on like whether it'd be worth daily driving one. Oh, probably not. I mean, Sean seems to like to do it. He not that he, he daily daily it, but he probably did it at some point, right? <laughs> oh, through college, yeah, yeah. Him and I would park together with my 987 and his GT4, and right. it was so funny because no one could tell the difference between our cars because. And he'd be like, Arr. I know it was great for me because people were like, oh, you, you and Sean have the same car. And I'd just be like, yeah. And uh, one day someone approached Sean and they said, hey, did you know that there's another GT4 on campus? Talking about my car. And Sean just kind of was like, oh, what, whatever. But oh, yeah, I mean, that's pretty funny. I just thought that was funny. No, I think as cool as the GT4 is, I think I'd rather have your car. I haven't oh, yeah, driven I mean, your it's... car, but it's just even I mean, it's just like. You joke that you don't like to drive your Cayman because it's appreciating and it's like worth a lot. You don't want anything to happen to it. But like you really could. Yours is like compared to a GT4. I mean, you'd be fine driving your oh, car. Yeah. yeah. Just, whereas, it, whereas a GT4, I'd be like. Mm. Well, the GT4 is like a six figure car now. Yeah. It wasn't when Sean bought it, but it is no. now. Yeah. yeah. Do you think you could make a, a educated guess and or tell us how much he paid? I don't know how much he paid. Probably like ninety. Really, even back then. Yeah, cause yeah, because it, it was only a few years. It old had no miles point. on it when he bought it either. Okay. It, I, I think it was CPO'd also. Okay. Wow. Yeah, and I think it's still CPO. I think it's like a six-year CPO. Oh, which means it would have run out this year, twenty sixteen. Six years from six, new. Six years yeah. from new. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. probably ran out this year. Sorry, Sean, your warranty ran out. <laughs> but yes, came but in GT four. Now it's probably like great 100, car. 100, a little over hundred grand, hundred five. Right. Yeah, good car unless you like door handles in which case oh, yeah, it doesn't have doesn't have door handles. It's got pieces of fabric inside. Yep, you have to pull. My uncle, I've told you about. My uncle has a 987 Cayman S. Okay. And it's the reason that I one of the reasons that he I got He still has the Cayman S? He does. He bought it. It's an 08. He bought it in 09. He okay. bought it with like 800 miles on it. It was a year old. Mm -hmm. Um, still owns it. And the reason he still owns it is because in like 2012, 2013, he really really wanted a Cayman R. But he didn't get a Cayman R because the door handles were fabric. And that, that was the He the was like, reason. he's like, I'm not buying a Porsche and driving around in a Porsche to have a piece of fabric as my door handles. Do you think he... So he kept his Cayman S. Do you think he, he regrets that at this point? I don't think he knows. I mean, he... he okay. I don't really think I'd call him a car guy. Mm -hmm. He appreciates cars. He's had a lot of Porsches. Um, and he, you know, he's... he appreciates driving you know like he's uh, his porsche is a manual and everything loves driving but I, I don't think he like 
you know, is scouring, bring a trailer and like looking at, oh, look how much sure. this car is worth. And, you know, look how much a Cayman R would have been. It was just one of those things where he just kind of drives it for leisure. And, you know, he goes out and flies down the highway and shit. And yeah, he just thought a Cayman R would be cool because it was just the newest thing. But that's fair. Um, yeah. Now he's got his his sights set on a Tycon because he lives in California now. And um, yes, do be expensive out there. Yeah, we were Fletcher's we were too, considering but... uh, putting his Cayman on bring a trailer. But every every time it comes down to it, I even I did a whole photo set of it for Bring a Trailer, mm-hmm. and it came down to it, and he was like, I can't sell it. He's like, I just I love it too much, and he he'll go through phases of wanting to sell it. But I mean, he's owned it basically since new. I mean, didn't even have a thousand miles on it when he bought it. So it's car worth keeping, which we obviously don't have to and tell I mean, you, but like there will just never be another car like that. No, and I and I, I think he understands that at this point, just yeah. with the way that the car market's going, which is why he's held on to it. But it's got even less miles than mine. I think it's only got about 20,000 miles on it right now. Um, yeah. It's cool. It's just gray with black interior, but it has sport seats, which I'm jealous of. It's got the really cool, like, hard back, like, real bolstered sport seats. Cool. Um, which is interesting because you'd think for leisure driving, you'd actually not want that. I don't think he knows that it enough. has sport seats. He just uh, gets in his car and drives it. Daily Motor top tip for yeah. Chris's uncle. Yeah. Uh, your car has sport seats. It has sport seats. I told him last time I was there, and he just was kind of like, okay cool yeah their seats they work (laughs) i was like my car's got different seats than yours your seats are better and he liked that i told him his seats were better obviously but yeah but your seats are tan my seats are natural brown natural brown i'm sorry big difference from sand beige we don't like sand beige yeah yeah we we need a sign up in the office that says we don't like sand beige beige with a big cross (laughs) not allowed only natural brown yep yep yep. Mm -hmm. and then after that i drove home yeah, so how was your drive home? We haven't really talked much about it other than that your alleged speeds that you hit because you thought you were on the Autobahn. I swapped into the Z3. Sorry, the M Roadster. The M Roadster. <laughs> and departed and was having a nice time, top down, nice weather. And then I was coming into a town about 20 minutes away from Calton Mayor. And you know when you drive a car that maybe the... Um, the rotors are a little rusty or the calipers it's just like there's a little bit of rub <laughs> yep you, you, you go by like maybe a curb and you can hear it echo off a little bit more so you're like coming through a town or whatever and you hear that shh. and i was like oh that's interesting you know maybe the brakes are just kind of a little noisy and so i pressed on the brakes and it, and it didn't go away kept sort of like i was like all right this, there's definitely and noise and i was like is it coming from the truck in front of me and then finally the truck turned I'm like no it's definitely from my car so i pulled off and realized that there was a some sort of rubbing noise coming from the engine and that it varied with engine speed and load yeah and got even worse with the clutch engaged so i was like oh no and a new clutch had just been installed so i was like maybe something didn't get tightened properly all these different things so i ended up having to come back Mm -hmm. and they determined that the only issue was that there were two belts uh, drive belts not drive belts uh serpentine belts offered for that car in that model year and one was eight millimeters different in width than the proper one and the the tech had accidentally put the eight millimeter larger one it wasn't an issue until everything got fully warmed up and the belt was just barely rubbing somewhere in the engine there so not a big deal swapped it out got it sorted and got it sorted really so graciously spent an extra hour uh, of his day yeah a few so. hours by the time i got back and ate a sandwich and got back in kept going oh sean gave you a sandwich that he did nice. which is silly because he really didn't need to do that i like was, was polite, i had though. full and i guess yeah, but it was like, a good sandwich it was good it was, yeah. it was good and admittedly it made me eat healthier than i would have 
But I was just planning on swinging through Taco Bell. Yeah. So it's not like it would have taken me. But you saved a couple bucks. It did save a couple bucks. You're right. And it also would have been a a business expense for me. But either way, thank you, Sean, for giving me up lunch. It also probably helped him with his diet because he's trying to lose weight. So by just giving me his lunch, less calories coming in. (laughs) Jeez. I don't know. I'm just trying. Emily would cringe hearing that. Be positive. She hates hearing people when people don't eat. Well, Emily, you don't quite have the issue that Sean does of just having a few extra of those uh, pounds. Yeah. If Emily were not to eat, she'd fly out of the seat of she the would. roadster because float. Yeah. Gravity'd get her. <laughs> It'll get her. And I drove the rest of the way home. It. Uh, I was mostly stuck behind cars and all the fun roads, but I did get to 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 ring it out a little bit. And then once I got to the open fields, that's where I started opening it up. Okay. And. That was what kind of surprised me about that car is you get in like something from the 90s or whatever, and you just don't expect it to just be happy to to sit at higher speeds. Yeah. And this M Roadster, I mean, we're talking like well over the speed limit, was happy to just be there and cruise along. So I put my Bluetooth headphones in with noise canceling and just zoomed along. Sweet. Yep. Uh, even in stop and go traffic, the clutch isn't too heavy. Once you get used to the bite point, it's good. Had a nice drive back. Um, I did stop at a fast food establishment and locked the car, went in. When I came back walking up to the car, the alarm went off <laughs> both times. So that's a thing. Uh, but no, it was, uh, it was a nice drive back and uh, drove like a total tool once I got into Washtenaw County because I was just ready to be home. You were screeching your tires. Wasn't screeching the tires, <laughs> but I was I was doing fast speeds uh, on I ninety four. Like a tool. <laughs> you have yep. to do that in an M car. Yes, exactly. Yeah. It's just driving as a proper M. <laughs> it's driver. just driving an M car. Yeah, didn't use my signals or anything because I oh, know good. <laughs> those might have been worn out. But yeah, good car. Okay, glad. Then the other car we had this week really taking up most of the podcast with cars, which is good considering yeah, this is a park. This is a car podcast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not a Lacroix podcast. Should be a LaCroix podcast. Should be. I love It'll be our second one. Just LaCroix tasting. <laughs> Get sponsored. Was the Toyota Tacoma TRD Pro, which we both spent very little time in. And I got it stuck. Mm-hmm. And, and then uh, recovered it yeah. using our Ford Maverick. Yeah. So uh, if you get your Toyota Tacoma stuck, call a Ford Maverick. They'll pull yeah. you out. Or order a Ford Maverick. Leave your Tacoma... <laughs> stuck for a couple of years and you gotta get it out yeah you might get your maverick by 2024 yeah and then by, by extension also maverick news maverick news mm-hmm. and you saw it didn't you i haven't seen it but i've heard about it yes it, it was me. announced today 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 oh pull it up okay i hope you know which maverick i'm talking about yes i think i do um we are over here the maverick are they calling it the Tremor? Yes. Ford Maverick Tremor. I haven't looked at anything about it, so let's see. Um... And I saw it this morning, and I didn't send it to you on purpose because I wanted to wanted a raw reaction here. On the... Maverick Tremor Imbigans. Okay, Tim Stevens. That's Ford's cool smallest one. truck. Look at that. Look at those lights. <laughs> it looks like Holly Oaks. Lifting the Maverick, giving it some better off-road chops. <laughs> Starts with uprated springs and shocks, lifted up by a full inch. Half shafts are bigger to handle any unexpected torque applications. It's cooler. Upgraded rear diff, a dual clutch locking unit. L control system. New drive modes, because we know how important those are. Uh, Ford oh, logos, orange highlights. The, this is the important part. Tremor appearance pack. 
yes. paints the roof and mirror caps in carbonized gray. And it gives you uh, stickers. That's important. Mm-hmm. Oh, so you can get the Tremor off-road package and XLT or Lariat trims. But if you want the 2-liter EcoBoost... Oh, only if you want... Yeah, you can't get the hybrid. That makes sense because the hybrid's front-wheel drive only. Um, cool. Pretty sweet so, looking. It is sweet looking. It, it's, it's a little less interesting than I kind of expected it to be, I guess. But, um, you know, I'm kind of insulted that uh, Ford didn't send me that news first, knowing that I am... A Maverick owner and enthusiast. Gotten them a lot of views. Yes, we we really have. Uh, Let's go to some photos here. Painful how slow this is going. I I gotta admit, we we shot our update video on the Maverick last night. Alyssa and I did. I really like that truck. I really like it. Yeah. You know, I just I didn't expect that's proper looking. Right. That does. Yep. A little orange spoke on the wheels. I could probably just build a Tremor Maverick of my own right now, paint the headlights a little dark, throw some orange accents on there with a rattle can or, or some like oh, wrap. With a rattle can. Okay. <laughs> and we could like break the internet by saying like, we have a Ford Maverick Tremor. Yeah. And yeah. Either way, I like it. The fact that it's done so many cool things, I've really been happy, more happy than I expected to be because we kind of just bought the Maverick as like, this will be a good thing for views and it's a car. But I think I might keep it for longer than uh, than I was initially expecting. Okay. The only thing I want to do is swap that steering wheel, get the leather steering wheel. Yeah, I would do that. I'd get sick of that steering wheel pretty quick. Yeah. Well, I tried to help you. I got I got a leather steering wheel off an escape, but you um, chose not to. Well, no, I mean you. It, it wouldn't have worked. You would have had to swap all over all your electronics onto it, which yeah. Might as well just get a leather wheel off a of Maverick, which I'll probably come across one of those eventually. But I think I'd still have to swap electronics. Wouldn't I? Because it that the oh, new because the leather one would probably have like different buttons. Yeah, I'm sure someone will figure out a pretty easy way to do it, or I'll just get a steering wheel cover because I know you love those. Yeah, yeah. Summer lineup: you've got uh, Maverick, Ranger, F-150, and F-250. Does that look like it was shot at Holly Oaks? Yes. Yeah, it does. Yeah, I'll have to reach out to Ford and try to get an invite to drive this or something. Since again, Maverick enthusiast, I can put a word in for you. You do have connections. Yeah, Maverick, good car. Maverick Tremor should be cool. Speaking of the slow internet, I had a little surprise for us for this podcast, but I don't think we're going to be able to do it because of the because of the internet. I was going to show you a little preview of the DM Rally video, oh. and we were going to watch some of it. Uh, can we sneak please? Preview. Can't. Can we hotspot it from my phone? It's like three gigabytes to download. That would take like a, a while. So maybe can I'll try, try to download. Can we just try? Is it is it download? It's not downloaded. No, it's not. I was going to download it like this morning and then the internet was being poop. Um, so maybe next time, maybe next podcast, we can give you a little preview. But it is really cool. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. I saw the little snippet that you sent and mm-hmm. I got so freaking excited. Yeah. I was like, oh my God. They like, so just, just from that, that little section, it was like a, to give, to give some context, it was just kind of when we were like pulling away from our initial meetup and just the song they had and and the cuts it it, it kind of like gave me hope that this video is actually going to be really cool so i'm i'm excited it's an entire top gear ripoff and i'm i'm totally fine with it i know i love it that, yeah. well that's the best part it, it has to be a, a top gear grand tour ripoff that's yeah. what we were going for so yeah we just need to figure out what to call it and i have a lot of cutting to do because they have gotten through only the first day <laughs> and the the very first part of tomorrow morning and it's 47 minutes long oh my God. But I told them to keep it on the long side because 
they're not going to know like what content to cut necessarily minutes but like the first 17 minutes of the video are, are just us intro bantering oh we don't yell that right we know yeah there's a lot of uh nathan complaining about the lexus build quality and which is an oxymoron um yeah I don't, yeah and some of the things that he yeah finds. and then uh, he like complains about things that are the opposite of what they actually are yeah. Like he told me the transmission in the LC500 is garbage. Right. But and it's, it's like great. the best part of the car. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it does have one too many gears, but other than that. Two too many shifts. It, yeah. it could it, just be an eight speed. It could be but eight-speed. it doesn't bother me that it's a 10 speed. No. Yeah. But it's, it's super fun to watch. They still have a lot of work to do also on like the coloring and some audio stuff. But yeah, I was, I was previewing it and it's, uh, it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be our, our little masterpiece. They did. Yep. Which means cheap car challenge. Cheap car challenge. Eventually. Yes. Hopefully they don't realize that they way undercharged me for this and want like two grand to do the next one because he's putting in a lot of work. Two grand I don't, I don't think is unreasonable for them to shoot it because we could just split it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so not only do we have okay, to purchase the used cars. Well, what, 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 and we, should, we what, have to, we have to pay. Hold on a second. What we should do for a cheap car challenge is try and get it sponsored. That's what, that's what a lot of. A lot of people do. You're right. I should have tried to get this sponsored. I shot I, I shot one email out to uh, Dan at Off the Record and, and never followed up with him. And he never responded. Uh, maybe once the product's finished, I'll send it to him. We could just do a splash screen at the beginning and he can give us some money. Yeah, totally. Yeah, because it's coming together pretty cool. Yeah, or just use it as a way to be like, hey, here's what we can do. What like, can let's, do. let's put your brand in the next one. You That's know, like, point. we'll talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. So I think the, it, it helps sometimes to actually have a role. You know this. It helps yeah. to like have something to show them to be like, we're going to replicate this, except it'll be even better because now right. we've already done one. And, you know, so. Speaking of that, we need to reach out to Ben Pack this week and look into getting a sponsored lift. Yes, we do. And I'm going to reach out to Super 73 and try and get us some bikes because <laughs> I'm obsessed. Yeah. Uh, how fast do those go? 30. Ah, too slow for me. What? Well, because I'm on this kick of wanting to get another Grom slash monkey. And I know, shout out Moran, he's trying, he was. I don't know if you heard about this actually. Because I was, it was on the on live drive. Oh, you, you it got were on stolen. The live drive. Yes. Yep. 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 Yeah. It got stolen. Um, but you, you and him both lost your Groms. I know. It's very sad. Right. No Groms like, for you. Grom market is tough. But I really like the Honda Monkey. Have you seen that? Yes. Okay. Um, His was stolen by a thief. Yours was stolen by a Chevy Venture. <laughs> yeah, but I'm on the kick of wanting another one. But I'm also like, are there other things you love that, that I could thing. get instead? Yeah, I, I did. Think you should. I well, why don't you try the the monkey? Because it'll be like a nice little switch up for you, and it's still it'll it might scratch that itch for you still. Because there are about eight of them listed in the entire nation right now, even including used ones. No, not including used ones. But one that's like probably because they're more expensive than new ones. Yes, partially. Also because 2022 model year they added the fifth gear and a slight bit of extra power. So I want a 22. There are and no used 22s. There are Not very the few ones used that are, 22s. You know, over MSRP. Well, even if they're even if they weren't, it's just the fact that like, people aren't selling them. They don't. Sell, it's much easier to get a Grom than a Monkey. I'm gonna manifest for you that you're gonna take that slingshot back today, and there's gonna be a Honda Monkey in there for you to buy. I'm saying it right now on record. If I were to show up and they had a Honda Monkey, especially if it's yellow, I will buy it. All right. Okay. Heard it here first, folks. Charlie's buying a Honda Monkey if they have. After you harass them over lying to me about a jet ski. Yes. And after I harass them about how awful the slingshot is. Uh, shout out Eric at Polaris. If you're listening to this, this is the only reviewing I'm doing of the slingshot on Daily Motor. Because if I shot a review on that, it'd be negative press. Oh. Yeah. Well, good thing we had Winding Road and Topher. And to- yeah, I think the Topher shot two videos. 
He did one with you, and then I, he probably did like yeah, a final. Yep, he did yeah. one with me, and then he did a solo. I don't know why he liked that thing so much. He's, I, he's being too positive. Yeah. At, for, I, after I talked to him for a little bit, I was like, "Oh yeah, you make good points." Then Keone allegedly drove it around a little bit, and he said, "I don't, I, I don't like that at all." <laughs> he said that was not enjoyable, and I said, "I know." I kind of thought it was enjoyable. You said you, you, you said you were going I, to like it a little. I, bit. I liked the, like way that when you shift it it kind of feels like a race car because you have you hear like the whine from the transmission and you can shift yeah, incredibly it incredibly really loud transmission good clutch and shifter feel yeah and while i don't really like it dynamically when you're driving in a straight line and you're just banging gears like it's kind of fun so if you're driving in a straight line you have enough traction to for it to you pull, usually don't have traction though and you've gotten it all the way up to its 8500 rpm red line to get peak power yeah you can get a satisfying shift out of that yes and you can spend $31,000 for that privilege to do so. Yep. Or you can buy two Emeraldsters. Three. Three Emerald. If they're clapped, three Emeraldsters. <laughs> or one Miata Club, brand new with a warranty and a roof and oh, a radio. That's what kills it, is the, the fact or that it's comparable price to a brand a new Miata. BRZ for cheaper. And you could put on aftermarket wheels, BRZ. brakes. Yeah. And have four seats mm -hmm. and a trunk. What else can you get new for thirty grand? A lot of monkeys. A lot of Honda a lot monkeys. Of Honda well, monkeys. actually, you can't because you can't find them. Yeah. Oh, you could you could buy yourself a Honda Talon side by uh yeah side by side. You probably and get just street converted like a base model Camaro or Mustang also. Yes. A lot of things you can get more than that side by side. So I, I'm sorry. I I expected to like it. We sat on this podcast and I was like, I got it for three weeks, so we could drive it all no, around. You were no. He was properly. We should pull that clip. Up. He was properly <laughs> excited for it. Yeah. And I got just his hopes up. Huge disappointment. I was in the right state of mind of i'm gonna hate this thing and i actually hated it less than i thought i was going to yeah you're fair well that's you can drive it back to dearborn then nope. i'm not trying that's the thing when i drove it i drove it with no cars around because driving that thing when you're next to other cars terrifying and it may terrifying. rain on my, my drive up today which means i'm gonna get wet no you have the sling shade that's only for sun it doesn't water still gets in the cabin because Tell me this. Is it not taut enough? Where's mean? the water going to go once it hits the slingshot? Oh, probably down into you. <laughs> <laughs> probably in front of your face. You know, like one of those water features that... <laughs> it doesn't just hit the top and then disappear. I thought maybe there was some sort of technology where it vaporized when it hit the slingshade. No, it's just going to go right in front of me. Right onto my lap, essentially. You have some wet uh, gentleman's area. Yes. Player slingshot, bad car. Sorry, it's not a car. It's a Bad vehicle. I do think anyone who hasn't ridden motorcycles likes the slingshot more than anyone who has. That's a good point because that would explain why Chris and I kind of like it. Yeah, because I've always thought like I've never pressured you guys like you need to try riding a motorcycle because I get why I get your reservations. So it's fine. No one should ride a motorcycle unless they're like in the mental state of like I want to ride a motorcycle. But they designed the slingshot to be like a motorcycle for people who never have driven and and are kind of you know don't want to for whatever reasons so for you guys it's like oh this powertrain feels very like raw and direct and everything but keone and i are used to pulling in a clutch and feeling click 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 of a sequential transmission being very connected to the vehicle and we're like why when my bike cost eight grand new this slingshot's 31 in fact i bet you if i compared them i'd be able to fit potentially more things if not just about as many in the, things in the stromboni in my stromboni with the three yeah. cases as i would that slingshot and two people 
because I compared my V-Strom to the Miata and there were only a few things that I couldn't fit in the Strom. You should have done a V-Strom slingshot video. It would have been uh, would have been negative against the slingshot. Taking time. Press is press. Yeah, that's true. Well, in that case, Polaris, you're welcome. Press. I'd be happy to review an Indian FTR. Or, in fact, Polaris, Eric, you can go on my channel and see a very positive review on the Polaris. Um, your names are too long. Switchback Assault <laughs> from 2020 that I reviewed and did wheelies. I with. want us to get another slingshot, but I want it to be the fast one. Yes, I want it to be the fast one, and I want it to be the one with not a lot of transmission line. So the automatic, probably. Probably not, because it's a, it's like a, it's like a semi-automatic. You have to shift it still. No, not that way. It's like a, oh. I think it's like the F1 transmission or something. It's like, it's like a manual transmission that shifts for itself. Oh, so it's like a 2013 I, Ford Focus. I think it's something like that. Right. Yeah, but yeah, trash. Fling slot, bad car. Fling slot. Fling slut. Bad. Bad, bad car. Uh, do we have any Copart cars? You've been busy no, gallivanting around dude, Chicago, I, so I figured you don't have anything for us. I can check. I don't think I do, but I um, I've had a crazy week. Yeah, I just uh, happy birthday to Emily. Happy birthday, Emily. My birthday's tomorrow. And right? yes, Chris, you have a birthday in when the podcast goes eleven up, hours. My birthday. Yes, when you all are listening to this, all of you on Pocket Cast or whatever that was called. Mm -hmm. uh, Send Chris a happy birthday. Uh, what are you, the Topher 2? On? No, you're not the Topher. That's Chris Amos. Is the uh, what are you on Instagram? Topher.Brower. Topher.Brower. Um, yeah, I, I have a BMW, but I don't really think it's worth showing. Okay, honestly. especially with our slow internet. Yeah. So thank uh, you all so much for tuning in. Did you have something to no, say? No, I was just going to say I had a crazy week in Chicago, but you did. if I talked about that, we'd go for another hour. So Right. So tune in next week to hear... What were we going to talk about next? Oh, you didn't talk about what cars we're getting. <laughs> We've got a Chevy Bolt and a Mazda CX-30. Okay. See you next it. week. <laughs> oh, and drive on. And drive on. <laughs>